What the fuck do you think about that, Jordan? I was definitely just shaking my ass. Why did you cut off the music? <laughs> Welcome back to the Curiosity Chamber. This is season something, episode whatever. It's all irrelevant. Um, that is a new intro that I made a couple a couple months ago. It wasn't supposed to be for this show, but I used to make some music, and that was one of the the sounds I made. Oh, so now you're a DJ. I know you were a rapper, but I didn't know you DJed. Come on, Mr. What can I say? Yeah, um, sometimes I think it can be a little too much if I add that. Like if I'm having a real serious conversation with like a scientist and I start that off. But I mean, if it's just me and you or someone casual, like let's fucking go. I definitely think it like is a really cool access to the chamber. So it was, I felt the vibe. I appreciate it. And for those of you that are clueless and don't know who this is, this is the lovely Jordan Starr from Casamigo and Chill. Jordan, if you want to go ahead and shill out your social or whatever, how people can find you, go ahead. You can find me on all socials, Jordan Starr with two D's and two N's and then two R's for Star, And then my main use social is Snapchat. So that's Jordan Starr, two D's, two N's, two R's, 21 and then TikTok, OnlyFans, Instagram, Saul Jordan Star. Beautiful. You sound like a professional. Have you done that before? What? <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, I had a revelation. Did you? On my deathbed yesterday and today, an epiphany. Don't die on me. You have to sign the will first. I was just like, I, you know what? I don't think anything matters anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like think about it if you what's it all for you die in the end and then it's all over you do but i believe that because i saw a tiktok where it says you keep living life until you get it right so do mm. we know when we get it right or do you die right away once you get it right oh like so if you did what you were supposed to do and you're like in your mid-30s you just get hit by a bus right after or a semi truck hits you mm. Do you have a preference? Um, I want to get hit by a party bus with strippers on it. I've already been hit by a semi truck, and that really <laughs> Wait, make- what? Yeah. Are you fucking dead ass? I dead ass. You didn't know that. Continue. Yeah. Um, I was when I moved. You're not back- talking about like a sexual thing. This is like an actual. No, he. I really did. Like the big Mack truck couldn't fit in my little garage, but I was coming back from Vegas, and I was driving from indiana to illinois and a semi-truck rammed to the side of my jeep it was probably the most intense thing i've ever had happen that's so scary mm. i literally it didn't phase me i just kept control of my jeep and i was just crying yeah i have like like some thoughts about these semi-trucks because when they pass your car like your car kind of like swerves a little bit from how how powerful they are yeah. but one actually ran into you well, the back, um, the trailer of the semi, it was swaying back and forth, and I was trying to get into the left lane, and I literally looked to the right of me, and all you hear is like a big slap, and like the tire of the semi popped off, went through a Tesla, like what? Oh yeah, it was like a six car accident. It was pretty. Holy shit, Jordan! It was his fault. Was it? Yes, it was okay. deemed his fault. Oh, so this actually went to, like, court or something? Or, like... 
Of course, honey. You got to sue. How else am I supposed to take care of you? I know. <laughs> exactly. Good. I'm glad. Let's get more accidents. Run, run low on cash here. I just bought a new TV and now I'm, I'm hurting for money. You literally sent me a picture at like four in the morning of like $3,000. What do you mean? We went to the casino two nights ago and we played craps, me and my friend, Tony. Is that the hot he, friend? He, he's good looking. Wait, is he the one married to Tanya? No, that's Brian. Oh. You know Brian? No, I know. I think Tony is the hot one. No, I know. Um, uh, my friends were Danny and Tony, and or uh, sorry, Danny and Brian in high school. Oh no, it's Danny. It's definitely yeah. Danny. Danny is the uh, Danny kind of looks like the alpha male. Yeah, he's got a beard and big shoulders. I'm tall. pretty sure that's the one. That's the one. Yeah, that would be him for sure. Yeah. Did you ever talk to him? No, never. I don't. <laughs> I think I've seen him like once ever. He's married though. He got a, um, he has a new baby in the world. I think he's four months. Shout out Ronan. I mean, that's never stopped anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Come on. These are my friends. They can be our friends. (laughs) No milk will ever be our milk. (laughs) Um, Are you going to tell everyone on the podcast how you told your mom about me finally? Yeah, I told her. She's thrilled. She's happy. She's happy for us. Oh, so sweet. Yeah, a lot of your listeners think that we're uh, we're having sex. They do. <laughs> it's none of their fucking business what happens. I had posted a video of like me and a friend that used to hang out, and someone was like, "Oh my god, you're cheating on Jay." <laughs> <laughs> Your listeners are seriously the best. Like some of the stuff that you show me, mm-hmm. they are some diehard Jordan Star fans. I love that shit. Mm-hmm. Or have they always been like that since before the podcast, or has the podcast kind of brought them out? I think people have always been interested because let's be real. I'm very unique in different categories of life. Definitely. Um, I used to not hold back, like, speaking-wise. Like, now I'm more, I don't want to say conservative because I'm far from that. But I definitely pick my words wisely. I used to be more hot-headed and just say whatever was on the top of my head. Now I think about it and then I just say whatever. But people definitely, they like my relationships, I think, the most. Like, my adventures are pretty cool, but I think more people, like the Snapchat or the screenshot I sent you earlier about the girl who said I have an amazing heart. It was sometimes. Sometimes. Like, she had gotten me some gifts for, um, she works for a company, um, very big company, actually. I don't want to say what it is because she plugs me. So Mm. she, um, got me merch and didn't want anything. Like, I threw her money, but she didn't want to take it. And she, someone that, I haven't seen in years. We talk frequently, but um, I really never see her. Like we, she just follows social media. Yeah. But um, she's the nicest person. Like we went to school together, we worked together, and she is like a diehard, like all for me type person. It's the weirdest <laughs> people that follow you. You know what we should do? We should have like give back to the community or like have some kind of raffles or some shit and give back. I think that'd be cool. Mm, like to like, listeners? 
like if you subscribe or like hit us up with the wait what did you say for like listeners or oh yeah 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 for the listeners if they subscribe or listen to it we can give them like i don't know like brochures to a strip club or like hooter coupons or something do you know a lot of strippers jay no i was actually going to ask you if if strippers are working today since it's labor day yes it's actually a very good money day strippers really as a what really yeah every day is a good day to strip actually it does kind of make sense that today would be kind of packed because everybody that's in the labor jobs are off so it's like i'm not saying that all people in labor like go to the strip clubs but god damn is there a football game today no any sporting events i don't think so yeah they're definitely at the strip club i know a lot of people (laughs) were on boats the other day i was thinking like um do you think men like if the woman is giving birth that the man's like just chill it's labor day no you don't gotta do that shit just just chill you don't gotta do that Mm, I don't know, Jay. How did you feel when your wife was giving birth? Yeah, see, I feel I felt like a lazy piece of shit, and that's why I'm saying it. That's why I'm bringing it up because us guys were like, ah, you know what? Just don't push. It's Labor Day. Take the day off, honey." <laughs> <laughs> it was a weird experience. Did you cut the cord? I did. Ooh, it was a weird experience, Jordan. Was it? Yeah, when you see a baby like a human being come out of another body like your knees get weak it's like it's a really weird sensation something something changes something morphs in your brain i think i've actually seen my nephew get born and um i threw up so i couldn't cut the cord but i get it definitely interesting yeah there's a there's a certain smell in the room there's a certain energy in the room Especially when you're going through labor, like it was, it was a long labor process. I think there was like forty plus hours. It was crazy. Like You're the baby got stuck. I'm baking. My kid, my kid got stuck. His head was giant. So we thought it was going to be a C-section, but some nurse came in and she was like, straight off the boat from like Turkey or something, like this thick accent. She was like, "No, you need to push. You need to push. Keep pushing." And my ex-wife at the time was like, oh, fuck. All right. Shift change. Let's go. And she started pushing. The baby came out. I hate when people say ex-wife. Well, on your recent podcast, you were still calling him your husband. Well, we have this thing, even though he's engaged and going to get married again. um, We always told each other that we would always call each other husband and wife. And... He does it all the time. He was just trying to do it because obviously he's being recorded. But um, he calls me before his wife most of the time for certain things. Well, his fiance. Like, uh, he got in a fight after the podcast at, like, a gas station or something. He was trying to be nice, and someone yelled at him. And, of course, he calls me. Sad. He got Why do you think that is? Just because you're you're easier to talk to? Um, I think it's force of habit. Even though, even like, if you listen to my podcast on Casamigos and Chill, you'll hear like, you know, we had a domestic dispute and we didn't talk for a little bit. We didn't go over like the order of protection and stuff, but 
we still contacted through that for certain things. Like he had a surgery. I reached out. I was like, hey, are you okay? And like something happened to me and he reached out. But it's just when I got in the car accident, I called him immediately, even though I was in a whole nother relationship. So we're going to call these people R and D. You know who I'm referring to? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So R seems like much more confident in whoever he's seeing or dating or with than, than publicly, D does. Publicly, I agree. Um, the other one, I don't want to say he's not because he is. I think vocally he's not as R, but they're, they're two good guys, I guess. I was really surprised, and everyone, this is Jordan's latest episode that she just, I think you posted it yesterday? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was really surprised on how open he was. That's awesome. I love hearing that. I was really, really shocked. He's embarrassing. (laughs) Let's be real. (laughs) Your guys' relationship. How many, uh, how many boyfriends have you had? Oh, shit. Um, serious boyfriends, not talking like two, two days, three days. I'm talking, let's say over three months. Wait, in the past three months or like, no, of all time, but the guys that you dated in order for it to count, you've had to have been with them for more than three months. Um, obviously my DJ boyfriend is one of them. Matt is one. Yeah, I'm dating the DJ. I, I literally was. Do you know how fun it was to say that? <laughs> that was such a big thing back in the day. I have to use my fingers. Um, oh, my God. Matt, Brian, Ricky, Dustin. I want to say six. One of them is dead, so he unfortunately is, like, game over and out of the equation. I want to say four or five. Like, obviously, I've had, like, minor things or like little stints of like not dating but like dating without a title but then they just fell off the face of the earth but what i would claim i'm gonna say five that like i'd actually like own up to oh no shit joel oh jesus they um, like oh i forgot about 2016 six or seven and so all these guys were after the transformation no um Hold on. Um, <laughs> well, after the transformation, well, shit, if we're doing before the transformation, that's horrible. everything. Um, one, two. T- well, after I like transformed or whatever you want to like say it, um, the DJ was the only one that technically dated both. Oh, that's kind of cool. Um, technically, because he was in the mix of like the switchover. Um, let's talk about that. What was that experience like? I think he's, I, I don't know. Like I, I was actually texting him before I went on here. His birthday is, um, in four and a half days. Was that the person you sent me the picture of with the back? No, that was Nick. <laughs> don't say that name. What? There's, do you know how many Nicks there are in the world? Oh no, that, that was just a friend. I don't. That oh, okay. I thought you were talking about a different one. No. Um, 
No, he, well, I had, obviously I'm on the hunt for those pictures and I found a lot of like me and Brian and he, I think he got it the worst because I think he was so confused with everything. Cause like, obviously he was hiding that he was dating then a boy. And then I don't know, like back then it, everyone thought I was a girl. So like, I, it didn't phase me. Like I would go out with my mom place and then be like, Oh, hi ladies. And oh yeah. Okay. So to me, it's not that big of a deal, but I think he was just so confused because everything was happening so quick. Like I was taking hormones and I had boobs. Yeah. And where the yeah. fuck did these come from? Yeah. I think I would love to get him on the podcast with you. <laughs> um, He is the one that I'm hope like, I know he'll do it. It's going to take convincing, but I'm going to go, here's a picture in the mix of it I'm sending it to you. I actually found my favorite picture of him and I sent it to him and he like carded it and then Oh, got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's I think he's going to be the most interesting person I talk to unless I can get um the most recent on, which I think that's going to take a lot of convincing and a lot of like trial and error, but this one definitely will come on. He's already told me he will. So would we say that he's gay or not gay? Um, or, I mean, to me, obviously, it doesn't fucking matter. I don't care how you label yourself. I would never like, consider him gay due to the fact that it was more so. He had explained this to me because we had we would always like talk. He was he explains that that my personality is very addicting, and yeah, he fell in love with the personality, and I think like this character I've created over the years. He definitely liked that. And we were friends for so long. Like we would talk on aim and different things. And it literally was one night we randomly like hooked up when we were drunk and it became a relationship. And I don't think either one of us ever expected it, especially years later, still talking. Um, he was um brutally stabbed in the leg by an ex girlfriend. Excuse me? Yeah, he was um stabbed in the leg for by an ex girlfriend. And I tell him, Am I your favorite like ex girlfriend or am I what I don't remember what I said. But like I'm number two on the crazy list. <laughs> I didn't, number one. I only threw a great goose bottle at him. I didn't stab him. Oh, so that makes you number two. Yeah. You gotta up your game. <laughs> I would never cause physical harm. I feel like everybody that a lot of people you know get harmed. I'm kind of scared for my life. I'm not going to let anyone know about you, babe. I promise. Thank you. Thank you. I'm having a good time right now, so I don't like, don't jeopardize that. It's okay. I told you you're going to be a stay at home husband. <laughs> Can't wait. How much longer do I have to wait? Not long. I told you. You going to bed? <laughs> no, but would you? Would how, how would your life change if you won the lottery? Let's say, let's say Thursday, you play the lottery and you win, let's say a cool three hundred million dollars. I have said the same thing to everybody for this question. It really wouldn't change me because here's a misconception of winning the lotto and having money. Um, I've obviously been in positions where I've had a large income. I've been broke, homeless, like crazy, crazy things. Like I've probably had every lifestyle possible. That's why I enjoy talking to you so much. Well, think about it this way. You could win the lotto. Cool. 
most people, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to go do this, do that. That's cool. Um, I'm still going to work. Yeah. Because <laughs> you need an income, even though you have a disposable income. Because here's the thing, that money, it can get interest. It can get anything. You can invest it. You could do whatever. But if you don't have money coming in, eventually, yeah, you might take a while. But eventually, that money is going to be gone. You need some type of income, even if it's small. You know, like you have to budget and manage, like say, like for me, for example, I spent a lot of money on Starbucks and then traveling and useless things and just like nails, hair, you got to live within a certain budget. So say you give yourself 40,000 just to live off of, you know, you buy a nice house, you buy a car, you keep 40,000 and then you have an income. Say your income is like, we'll say 50,000. When you say 40,000. Is that for the year? Yeah. Okay. Because everything's paid off, right? Because you just won the lottery, so you have 40000 to spend. Your biggest purchases are going to be a house, a car, maybe a vacation. Other than that, I would, Drugs. for me, would set. I really wouldn't spend it. Like, I've done so much. Like, I probably would try to give back to just, like, younger youth. Oh, she's nice. Well, I want to help people. What kind of people do you want to help? Um, probably young transgender kids yeah because there's just there's so much they don't know and like i've watched people on tiktok or youtube and like instagram i've watched so many of these kids grow up and they're they've done everything i've already done it's it's just weird to like see it happen because i never thought i would do things they're doing and now they're doing what i did 10 years ago you don't need to win the lottery to help them no, but I think you can give advice or, and I want to, I hope one day I can win the lotto because I really do want to try to give back somehow, some way. So what kind of programs would it be? Mm, I know like I'm certified for laser hair removal, tattoo removal. So I would probably start with like free treatments for younger youth mm-hmm. and just the starting stepping stones of starting your transition, at least for like male to female, me and my friend were looking at um, females to male and they're, I give them credit because their transition is way harder. Why do you say that? Females to males. Well, think about it. You're going through like deepening voice, like you're getting facial hair, like all the things that like would bug someone like me they're getting like it's mm -mm. i think it i would see it as being the same because that's who they see themselves as and they want that whereas you don't want that at all picture this is what female to males yeah female to male have to deal with is there a surgery where they can add a penis i literally am sending you oh yep you sure did this is is recovering so this is completely swollen what i'm sending you now so like yeah the two differences are insane wow that's crazy oh yes oh yes it's very crazy it's amazing what they can do though so what is that penis made out of um it's like your thigh your arm it's skin grafts and then obviously the labia and then something else 
I forget what it is. I've never researched that fully. Like, obviously, for someone like me, they take, like, your penis is basically your clit. So it's, they put it inside of you. They open it up. They, oh, it just makes me sick thinking about it. (laughs) Oh, it hurts so bad. You can't make it. You got to throw up. Explaining it and, like, watching videos is probably the most gruesome thing. Did you watch a bunch of videos? Of course. You got to know what you're... You shouldn't have done that. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's got to be hard for the the early stage transitioning period. Is that the hardest of the the full transformation? Like the... I don't think it's hard. Like, I was... Like, obviously working in and out of hotels. I was traveling, so I don't want to say I transitioned behind closed doors, but I never really was around people unless they were, like, close friends. So no one really, like, even my own mom, she didn't, like, I would see her, like, on FaceTime, but a lot of people didn't see what was going on. Like, like I was growing boobs. My hips were getting wider. My skin was soft. Um facial hair I never really had any so well I always would shave but like once I was getting laser my skin was brightening there was like I'm hairless like all these different things no one really they noticed but no one really said anything because it was like oh this is Jordan did you feel in your like your brain changing with thoughts like when you started hormones I think when you take testosterone blockers and then you're off them. Like, if I don't take my hormones for a week, I would say I have, like, extreme mood swings. Yeah. And, like, you go from highs, lows. But before, like, because obviously I went from having stuff down there to being castrated and then changing. And it's, when you're on blockers, I think that is the most uncomfortable thing in the world versus once you get off the testosterone blockers and you get castrated and have, your, like, your testicles removed, your mind like your emotional well not well being your emotional state is different i feel that say something sad happens you cry way easy way easy oh my god way easier <laughs> but the hormones the first month is probably the worst after yes. this it's pretty much a cakewalk wow do you think there should be an age limit to when people Bull start that transitioning? Mm. The world's going to hate it, but I don't think there is. I think it's parents. The world. Well, the world is. Like the I Am Jazz girl, she did it really young. I have a friend that. That's what my mom was telling me about on the phone call. He's like, you should get her on the podcast. I was like, I don't know who that is. She transitioned very young. Her parents. Like they, she had said she wanted to be a girl and her parents helped her transition, which they got a lot of backlash for. But I think like for me, I knew at a very young age, my, a lot of family members, they didn't know what trans was. So they assumed like, oh, she plays a Barbie. She's just gay. Versus like in my head, I, have you ever seen the movie Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion? Yes. I love that movie. Do you really? Oh my god, yeah, it's fucking hilarious. Okay. Yes. 
when Romeo and Michelle came back and they like obviously faked working for post-its, yeah. <laughs> they came back as themselves. Well, I used to walk in my house down the hallway in heels while everyone was asleep watching that movie, like coming back to the reunion as myself. It's a good analogy. It really is. It was fun too. <laughs> so you, you knew from like always. A hundred percent. I was literally yeah. in chat rooms pretending to be Angel, Monica, like all these different names. And like in my head, what I am now is literally what I envisioned, which is horrible. Like this girl was like big boobs, big butt, hopping on top of bars. Like and I look at myself, I'm like, wow, I manifested this. Here's the interesting thing about me is when I was young, my cousins used to dress me up like a girl. I would always dress up like a girl. Girls clothes. I would play with my... Uh, my friend Nick, his sister, I would play Barbies with, with her. But never in my mind did I think I was I was gay or that I wanted to to change because I wasn't. I feel but back I, then you could dress up and it wasn't as big of a deal. I enjoyed I enjoyed it. I enjoyed playing with everyone. Do you? Yes. <laughs> Horrible. So it's just strange. I think there's a lot of outside pressure. It's society. Unnecessary outside pressure, right? It's society, people's judgment. People are afraid of change, I think. How old were you when you started taking hormones? Um, I was off and on. When I first started, I think I was 19. Yeah. Because in my mind... So what happens if, let's say, a seven-year-old says that they are the opposite sex and they always feel like that, and then they start taking these hormones, but come to find out that they were either just like a gay guy or a lesbian, and now always detrans like after seven years, your physical. Like after seven years of taking hormones, you're you're plateaued. There's nothing more you can get unless it's cosmetic. Mm-hmm. Early stages you can always detransition. But the younger you do it, if you beat puberty, honestly, you're gonna have the best results. Interesting. Ah, yeah. Like Caitlyn Jenner, for example, like most of hers is cosmetic, but me personally, I feel I feel she transitioned for the wrong reasons. Well, I don't want to say that because that's wrong. Are we talking about Jazz? No, Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, okay. Who used to be Bruce Jenner. <laughs> I'm aware. I so. feel that she transitioned for the wrong reason. That's my personal opinion. Like, I don't think like that's judgmental because everyone transitions differently. And he was in the, well, she was in the public eye. But I just... I don't know. Something doesn't sit well. I feel like it was an attention grab. The entire thing? Kind of. Do you think the transition is supposed to be personal and then they weren't making it, like, she wasn't making it personal. She was. It should she had be. it all over. I think that when you're embodying a woman, I think you should, I don't want to say hold yourself to a higher standard, but I feel there's characteristics where she's not trying versus, like, 
all of us, we try to like not stand out as trans women. We just try to be like accepted as women. Yeah, yeah. This one is saying, oh, I'm dad, I'm this, which you are. You know, that's like respecting your children. But I don't know, like she's a weird subject. Are you not a fan? Mm, not really. Wow. Are you you got to be like a limited number of trans that does not like the Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner. I'd imagine so. Most don't. There's some really? that Really? Yeah, most don't. Most real ones don't. If you're a real one, you don't respect that shit. You know what was going on. It was I mean, monetized. Well, it's just like she's married or dating i don't know if she's a trans woman or a real woman but she's dating another woman which is fine there's nothing wrong with that but i don't know it's that person in general is just interesting so there was the transition Mm -hmm. and now she is dating a woman so i don't know has always liked women right there was never a moment when she was dating a guy at I don't, any point. I don't think I've ever seen her with a guy. That's so fascinating. So it's in her mind that she, she's a lesbian. Very much so. Right? I would assume so. Yeah. Yeah, that's an interesting case because it was Bruce Jenner was this Olympian, like the the man's man, right? Like the alpha. That, and then to see the change is... I know a lot of people are like fucked up from that. <laughs> like a lot of straight guys who like that. For, She's of... dating Sophia Hutchins. Is she young? Sophia Hutchins is 22 years old. Oh, wait, that was in. Get the fuck, you did not say that. Wait, that was in 2018. So. Still, oh my God. Yeah. So when she was 68, she was 22. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. What? <laughs> I'm sending it to you. Wait, what? 68 and 22? Yeah, she was getting it. Getting what? That pussy. Oh my lord. It's the nose job and lips for me. It's cute. How come uh, Caitlin doesn't try to change her voice? That's the one thing that bugs me because... She, I don't know, like, the characteristics of that, that's the main thing that, like, kind of irks me a little. Like, she doesn't try to, like, you can go golfing, you can do whatever you want, but, like, at least put effort to feminize yourself, I guess. Doesn't try at all. Mm-mm. And that's the one thing I think that bugs a lot of people. It bugs me, for sure. Does it, Daddy? It, it does, just... It seems like you're trying. You're not trying. Like when the, when I hear that deep man voice, like you can, I, like I can make a girl voice. If I can, you you can. The representation just makes me think that it's like giving us a bad rap. Because like when yeah. you're in public eye, like it's one thing that there's wild girls out there, but like you're making the ones that are trying hard just you're making us look manly, and it's not cute. Sophia Hutchins, 22, is opening up more than ever about her relationship with Caitlyn Jenner, 68. While Sophia, who, like constant companion Caitlyn, is a transgender woman, claims she wouldn't describe their relationship as romantic. She did make some deeply personal 
revelations about just how serious they are and even weighed in on engagement speculation. Holy fuck. You done blew my mind. Oh, that was 2018. So did they break up? No, I believe they're still together. They've been together a while. Yeah, well, that's a problem. When you say a while, because she's 22. <laughs> like, was that one of uh, her daughter's friends? Like, one of the Jenner twins' friends? I don't think it's any So they're having, like, sleepovers and doing some weird shit. Could you imagine? I could. <laughs> I definitely could. I wonder what they think about everything. Yeah. I mean, you you would probably be the best person to ask. What do you think? Mm, I'm sure they have their judgments, but they're in the public eye, so they really can't accept anything or deal with it. They still call Kaylin dad, right? Yes. Do you see that as being okay or mm, my strange? A female to male, her son still calls him mom. So I really can't judge it because that is what they are at the end of the day. So you're not switching roles. Right. They've always called Caitlin dad. Yeah. Since the get go. So it'd be weird for your kids, I would say. But like for me, my mom considers me her daughter, always has. Um, Always? Yeah, for the most part. That's nice. I think at the beginning she was more so confused because, you know, they don't under, I don't want to say don't understand. It's just when you're taking something that they've known for years and mm-hmm. it, like, you don't know how those people feel like. It's complicated. It is. Could you imagine if your son was like, hey, I want to be a girl. Yeah, it'd be, it's a good point. Like, I'm sure you'd be like, wait, what, what did I do wrong? And it's not so much like parents doing anything wrong it's i don't want to say you're born with it because that's so cliche but lady gaga we love that song (laughs) it's your person is it's hard to explain like i wouldn't say i didn't well i think nowadays is a little different since we have all this information and it seems to be more common than it once was back probably when you were a child and i was a child but now i mean i guess i would be different since you are my friend and I have so much insight from you and all this knowledge. A lot of people are just uneducated about it. Agreed. Or they just think they know everything about it or they just think, Oh, these people just want to have sex. And I think that's the biggest misconception of anyone. Just a bunch of nymphomaniacs. No, just when they think transgender or they think people, they just think sex. And I think, Oh, like, it's more so like, oh, they take it in the butt. Like, that's all they think of when they think of a transgender. Why? How do we get away from that? What's the fascination with it? It's society. And just that's where, where their mind goes. It's just like, hey, people don't think that there's women out there that become men. And there's men out there that literally get a period. <laughs> I think it's the news. Like, these news, they just show the worst parts of it and sexualize it and and like put it on full blast about like the negativity agreed yeah the uh the news networks are brainwashing <laughs> i always have been i hate it okay fake news <laughs> fake news and conspiracies are you into conspiracy theories 
I do like conspiracy theory. Do you have one that's your favorite? Mm. Do you think 9-11 was an inside job? The more things I see about it, I kind of do. But you really don't know. Like we'll never know. that meme where the like that there's a person that was at the bombing and like somewhere else and they're like in all these pictures it's the same person. I haven't seen that one. I can't remember what it was, but I don't want to say it was staged, but I feel well, like they make it seem like it was a detonation mm-hmm. of how the buildings collapsed. I've watched videos and like I've listened to something some years ago and like I don't think the plane actually went through the thing or the tower. I think that I don't know. I don't think we'll ever know. I don't think we ever ever will. We'll be dead when people know. That's what drives me fucking batshit crazy is that we'll never know. Like if there's just a complete oh god coordination of the world and we're just like these little slaves in it and we're like being strung along we'll never know like what what the actual storyline is that kind of drives me batty but i mean well i think covid was just to kill people off you think so kind of you think it was well i I think think it's clear now that we know it wasn't from a bat that it came from a lab i don't think that if you can come up with um, what is that called? The vaccine so quickly and something that's supposed to help you. Yeah. Why do we not have something for AIDS or cancer or very strange to me? That's like, I don't get into politics, but I just don't get how you can get something, the snap of a finger, but there's people out there that are literally dying of AIDS, HIV, and there's tons of resources, but this little flu or whatever it is, you can't find anything. Yeah, so you obviously know that something's off. Something doesn't make sense, right? Did like you something's get completely off. What's that? Did you get vaccinated? No. I didn't trust how fast it came out. Well, plus, like, there's no example of research. Yeah, the long-term research. I'm 34. I'm in, I'm in pretty good shape. So I, I wasn't ever scared of it. I just feel like I wasn't the the people like the class of person that should be taking a a vaccine that we don't know much about. I didn't get it either. So that's okay. (laughs) And look, we're still alive. Like back when it was heated, I'm talking like in the middle of 2020 and 2021, like Mm -hmm. how divided we were was so fucked up. Like the vaccinated people were telling us if we didn't get vaccinated, we are the problem and we're going to die. We're literally going to die if we don't get vaccinated. Now, did you get COVID? I got it about six months ago for the first time. I am the only person I know that has not gotten it. You haven't gotten it? No. And I have traveled. I've literally been in a house with people that have it. I've shared drinks with people that have had it. Maybe you had it and you didn't even know. Maybe, but... Like, maybe just, like, a little sickness, like a sniffy nose or something. I test myself weekly still because I'm just like... Really? Yeah, I'm paranoid. Oh, you don't gotta be paranoid. You're I won't even have sex, and I still get, like, tested. Like, I am literally... when You're it comes a virgin? To health, huh? You're a virgin? Yeah, I'm a virgin. So you didn't have sex? No, I'm saying, like, even if I don't have sex, I'll still get tested because I'm so paranoid when it comes to, like, health. So, like... I'll check my like COVID tests. I'll get STD tests or 
just anything like that because you never know when you can get something i agree you can get stds by sitting on a toilet seat this is news to me you didn't know that i think i did like crabs you can get crabs from sitting on a toilet seat no you can hold on i know you can get something from i don't think it's a doorknob but there's stds you can I'm not sucking a doorknob hold on i googled it to the oh never mind you can't get stds by a toilet you cannot no why are you spreading misinformation on my fucking podcast I'm good. <laughs> you're the problem no, wait, this one says you can. Hold you on. Can, you can definitely get crabs yeah, from sitting on a toilet seat. Crabs and then trichom... I don't know what the fuck this is. Gonorrhea? Trichomonas? T-R-I... Don't know her. C- same. <laughs> Maybe genital warts. Ugh. Ew. <laughs> I'd imagine. I feel bad for people that have STDs. I could never imagine. I would cry. The STDs that don't go away either. Like herpes. Ooh. Someone told me they had herpes once when I first met them. I literally had just met and they told me they had herpes. And I was like, whoa. Like that was their introduction? The icebreaker? Um, I don't want to say the icebreaker, but like they told me they had it. And I was like, interesting. And I didn't want to like not talk to them because like I felt like that would just be so mean I felt bad for the person hey name's Jay I'm 34 <laughs> years old I'm a Taurus and I have herpes horrible <laughs> yeah I think there's a better way to do that <laughs> I think they were lying though why would you lie about that mm, I think people I think it's I don't want to say a, I don't want to say it's a tactic to get people to feel bad for you but I definitely it worked on you. Shut the fuck up. I don't think that hurt me. <laughs> Just, that's a weird tactic. That's a weird fucking tactic. Hey, I got AIDS. People, yeah, people are crazy. True, people are crazy. Speaking of people, do you think that a lot of people are depressed on social media? Like mostly couples that post pictures together constantly? Yes, 100%. Do you think that behind closed doors they're fucking miserable i this is funny you say that because i was looking at your old facebook and it was all pictures of you with your ex-wife i'm divorced i know but i'm saying your old facebook is all <laughs> pictures of you. i don't think Why are you creeping on my page you it, it literally there we go yeah mumble your words no it just popped up mm-hmm. it was weird because like i'm I was sure like, it did I did. I'm telling you. I texted you and told you. But, like, I don't think people that are actually happy that post pictures 24-7. I think it's more so they want people to be like, oh, my God, you guys are so cute together. I don't want to say it's clout. Yeah. But it's definitely attention-seeking. Definitely. Not saying there's anything wrong with that. Like, me and my husband, I have very few pictures of us together, honestly. You and your ex-husband have you have very few pictures, but even you guys got divorced. Yeah, we got divorced, but I have very few pictures of us. Even like we did tons of stuff and never really took pictures. 
me and um the other one we have a whole bunch of pictures together somewhat but it's not like pictures i would post it's like personal like funny things but there's a lot more like memories on like a phone versus my marriage like i have pictures of like what we did but not like physically us yeah i think people manipulate their surroundings to like ensure outside information doesn't penetrate the glass house i wrote this on uh, on twitter this morning i was like in deep thought about it just like you can you can manage your social media in a way i think you can get rid of comments is this true you can hide your comments you can hide like insulting comments or like take them off where on twitter is your thing on the curiosity or the other one uh the other one okay i want to see what you said you can definitely hide your is it the people with manipulation manipulate their surroundings to ensure outside information doesn't penetrate the glass house in order to protect their i don't know what that word is ideologies thanks babe everyone's social media is fabricated to keep you engaged to have you thinking you're in a tribe you are a part of the system i actually was reading this and the tribe obviously because you say that word all the time to me yeah popped in but you're not lying everyone thinks that i'm a whore or that i'm rich when realistically i'm not rich rich but i'm don't want to say better off like i have income but a lot of people assume i'm something i'm really not it's easier to go with the mass people like the sheeple Mm -hmm. whatever the mass are doing it's easier just to kind of blend in and agree with them so if someone's calling you a slut like some random person be like yeah she's a slut whatever you said without looking into the information realistically i'm crying on my floor (laughs) (laughs) and then like sending pictures to you (laughs) thank you thank you for that insight and the visual don't cry on the floor oh that's really funny you say about like social media because like that email i sent you i remember social media killed the j master what do you mean the Remember I sent you that email from like years ago? Like when I was trying to dip out from using social media? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get really upset with social media. I get really upset because I think most of these people are living fake lives behind it. It bugs the shit out of me because when people post shit on Instagram or whatever, pick your platform, don't care. Like if I like something... I'm going to I'm going to heart it and I'm going to send you a message saying I like it cuz I'm just I'm so outgoing and I'm fucking real but the amount of people that ignore me that leave me on scene like bitch you fucking brought this to social media like don't ignore me why are you ignoring me you ignore me all the time no we talk all the time you ignore me anyone that writes to me I write back to because I put myself out there so I expect people to like question what I'm doing or like enjoy a picture and converse over that. So when people like post stories that I find interesting, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Where are you at? And you leave it on scene and you don't fucking respond back to me. What are you looking for? What are you doing? That is a good question, honestly. Now that They're you- waiting for a, a specific or a particular person to, to be reached is what I'm 
thinking. That makes you wonder, because, like, I'm going to read something someone posted. Someone had said, some of y'all lucky I don't post my business on Facebook. Well, when you look at this bitch's social media, you literally post everything. (laughs) It makes you wonder, like, what are they talking about? And, like, there's some people, like, I've reached out when um, there's, like, things where I'm just being nosy. But that is people do post things because they want attention or they want someone to reach out some Mm -hmm. people obviously might want help with something but the ones that don't answer like for example like d when he got in the motorcycle accident you know his family reached out but then they weren't replying i was getting left on red and they were doing it like their time like granted you were going through an airport but it's like hey you just told me this person's almost dead you're not replying i need to know what the fuck's going on yeah so what people are so complicated are so complicated why even write somebody or post something if you're not expecting outreach like a response back the psychology i'm just so fucking interested in it and and how people work people are so consumed with social media and making their life look a particular way a certain way everything has to be perfect and you can't have negative comments on there. So now you're living in kind of like a fallacy, like a fake life. Like you somehow, some way you have created this fucking metaverse for yourself, this fake world that's where a- everything is fake. <laughs> that's, uh, that's not a, you won't see me doing that shit. Hell no. No, ma'am. Like, I'm willing to talk to anyone. If you write me, I'll, I'll talk to you. I don't give a shit. I'll give you five minutes. I don't care. I enjoy talking to people. That's how you learn. Agreed. I like asking people questions. You do. You ask good questions, too. You ask thoughtful questions. Sometimes. <laughs> Most of the times. The best questions are the ones that aren't recorded. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why do you take it so sexual? Because everything you say is sexual. No, it isn't. <laughs> You're like, mommy, I'll get you on the podcast. That was supposed to be our secret. I told you that in confidence. Why did you just say that? Now I have to make edits. I cannot with you. Well, fuck, girl, it's been an hour. You got anything else you want to talk about? Mm, what'd you eat today? I did That's a... I'm going to go to the store right after this and get a donut. I love donuts. No wonder you're so fat. Yeah, obese. That dad bod. I, <laughs> I love donuts. I didn't eat much today. I had a protein shake and a weight gainer shake. Oatmeal, peanut butter, and jelly sandwich with almond butter. Mm, that sounds so good. The jelly is zero sugar. What jelly do you use? Mm. Hold on, I'll tell you. Oh my god, I love this. Take a picture of it for me. Oh, it's Smuckers. They have zero sugar. They have certain they have certain ones that are zero sugar. Yeah, I really watch uh, the sugars that I put in my body. You're the best. You always look for things for me. I try not to put sugars as addicting as cocaine. Did you know that? Yes, I used to be addicted to cheesecake. Cheesecake is fucking delicious. The Cheesecake Factory is fucking awesome. Never been there. Really? I know. It's shocking. Never okay, been there. So 
our second date is Cheesecake Factory and you're going to eat sugar. After RPM? Yes. Check. You have to be vaccinated, though. Otherwise, I'm not seeing you. Do I? <laughs> vaccinated for monkeypox. Are you vaccinated for monkeypox? No. Oh, Lauren. So why do I have to be? That's not fair. Well. I don't want to get poked if I don't have to. There's some more sexual things. Well, Jordan, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Always appreciate you on the podcast. You always come through. Congratulations on the success, too, with your podcast. Holy shit. So, instead, um, one of, <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be the next podcast. I actually think I'm going to talk to you about coming back on. But me and a friend, Wesley, are we're promoting her episode because it's probably going to be the longest and the most drama-filled real-life oh, stories ever. That's exciting. You have no idea. It's More the- drama than the last one? Um, let's just put this way, swapping boyfriends, um, courtroom bullshit, you know, we were enemies, we were friends. It's literally the real life, simple life of like Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie, but like a transgender version. It's, let's put it this way. I came back from Miami and moved into the house she was living in. It's pretty drama filled. When are you guys gonna talk? Um, we are promoting it because we both have kind of a big following, so we're seeing what questions people want answered, and it's definitely coming very, very soon. You guys gonna have a hotline where people can call in and talk shit? I'll I'll call in and talk shit. Um, I think maybe like my ex husband might be on it because he was with her while we <laughs> this is fucking awesome did you hear what i said yes yeah so it's it's a pretty <laughs> intense episode like i don't know where it's gonna go how it's gonna go like obviously we're friends now but it's... are you gonna cry i think we might because at one point when we were talking when we first started talking again we were like emotional because it was like you know, we were really good friends. We met through social media. We talked all the time. She has one of my dogs. Like, she has one of Dolce's kids. Yeah. So it's 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 a different feeling of emotion because it's like you lost, like, a, like, me and her have gone through the same things, obviously. And then we've gone through two of the same relationships. So I think that's different and huge in a way because it's like, We've been with the same men. They've treated us similar. And then, I don't know, I guess getting each other's feedback after being with those people. It's 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 going to be some tea. Let's just put it that way. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be some tea. Yeah, it's going to be, I see it being like some real raw emotions going to come out of that, especially if you get R on the podcast too. Well, we're definitely going to be face to face for this. Oh, um, I love when you do that. You should do it on video. I know you're uncomfortable with that. You don't got to do that. No, shit. we actually may do it on video because it's going to be so amazing. Well, no, it's going to be fun. And obviously we're going to promote OnlyFans while we do it. So yeah. it's, it's going to be some tea. That's all I can really say. That's fine. That's fine. How can, uh, how can my listeners reach you so they can see your promo videos that you're going to be 
fucking and dropping. I think video. you've already started dropping some, right? Yeah, the promo video is already on TikTok. Jordan Star, two Ds, two Ns, two Rs. Um, it's probably going to be, it's on Instagram, same um, hashtag. We're just going to keep promoting, promoting, pushing it. It's pretty cool little video. I don't know if Did you really just strike me out? <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in. The always beautiful, always interesting Miss Jordan Starr. Thanks for being here, Jordan. You're welcome, honey. Later, everybody.